This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into Major League Baseball Tuesday night, Chelsea. Hopefully no Michael Bolton sightings tonight in Tampa because the Rays need to stay focused. Hosting the Astros, they're minus 165 on the money line. The total is, or the Astros are plus 140. The total is seven and a hook. You've got Luis Garcia going for the Strohs. Drew Rasmussen going for Tampa. Can they do it again? The Rays, a perfect 14-0 at home. They're setting a, they have set a modern day major league baseball record. Does it continue against Houston? I think the question is, are you brave enough to stand in front of the freight train of the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that's already won 20 games this year? I think for me, that's a no dog. That seems like a suicide mission, even against the reigning world champions in the Houston Astros. So I think for me, it's either a sit out or you play the Rays in some way. And looking at this money line, it is not too terrible at minus 165, but I would imagine you probably got to go with the run line in some way, shape, or form, whether it's the Rays in the first five minus a half, or maybe you look at an over. Because here's the thing about the Rays. Even when they give up a few runs, they are absolutely incredible on the offensive side. What was it, last game, the first time that their team hadn't hit a home run? So they have mm-hmm. the offensive firepower to go with the great pitching that we've seen for, what, the better part of a decade for Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I think this is just an all-around great team that you have to be a little bit more creative when finding good ways to play it. So, Jenks, of all these options, are you finding a way to play the Rays or are you brave and saying, heck, I'm going to go with the Astros yeah. here plus money? Here's what I would do, and, I've oh God, I've got some juicy plays on the board, and, of course, like, as per usual, I kind of like the the Rays on the first five run line here. Like the Astros are banged up this season. They're not completely healthy yet. And Luis Garcia could certainly go out and have a great game. But you talked about how do you how do you get in front of this Tampa Bay wagon? First of all, the first five run line is only minus 105. So that's a cheap price. Number two, the Rays are the number one team in all of baseball when scoring runs in the first five innings, averaging more than five runs a game in their first five innings when playing at home, the Astros happen to be in the bottom 10 on the first five when playing on the road. So I think Ray's first five run line would be my play. Or what about a Ray's team total? Because looking at this total, it's really low. So maybe if you're playing on the Ray's talented offense, you go that way. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it's probably four and a half. But still, I think the safer play is to just take the Ray's on the run line. 
you know, it, it seems very square, but they're 17 and six on the run line this year. I don't think that you can fade this team just yet. Yeah, I we got to see a little bit more regression than just dropping a game every now and then. So I'm with you. Let's find a way to bet the Rays. Up in Philly, the Mariners are in town. The Mariners minus 120 on a money line. The Phillies are even money. Total at MGM is eight and hook. Logan Gilbert towing the rubber for the Mariners. Daily Falter gets the ball for the Phillies. I will be honest with you before I hand this off to you. I didn't really handicap this game. And I'll tell you why, because I don't trust the Phillies. We said this a couple weeks ago, either it's 25 runs or zero runs. Now the Mariners have lost seven of their last 10 on the road against teams with losing records. They tend to play down to the level of their opponents. I guess I would lean Philly, but I'm not going to play this one. I don't know if you're going to play the Mariners, probably a good time to do it is behind Logan Gilbert. He is one of their Mm -hmm. more dependable starters. And Bailey Falter, of course, you look at the record there, he has not had a ton of run support, and he just hasn't been very dominant. So if we're talking about the least trustworthy teams in baseball, I think Philly's up there. I think it goes White Sox and then the Phillies for me. Like Those are the two teams that I don't want to play in any way, shape, form, or fashion because you don't know if they're going to score two runs or 12. So like you, I will be staying away from this game. Uh, I do think it's probably the Mariners that win this one. And maybe you look at it and say, hey, it's the Mariners at a short price. But the Mariners have not had an overwhelming season either. So uh, as far as letdowns go, like the Mariners have been very middle of the road, just 10 and 12 this year, uh, especially as favorites. They have not been that great. So Mariners might have to be added to the list of least trustworthy teams. We'll see. Oh, you guys, you guys are right there on the border. All right. You're on band watch here on this show. Yankees at the Twins. Twins minus 135 on the money line. The Yankees plus 110 total set at seven. A couple of aces going at it are two very good pitchers, Nestor Cortez and Joe Ryan. What is the play here? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really like the Twins here. I think Joe Ryan is the guy to back. Uh, 4-0 this year with a 3-2-4 ERA, but we know Nestor Cortez has pretty good numbers as well. 3-0 with a 3-0-9 ERA. And listen, he was really good last time around against the Twins. Seven innings, only two runs, and seven strikeouts. But I think the factor that you have to consider is the fact that this Yankees lineup is so very feast or famine. And it's been mostly famine lately. Like, their top of their lineup has great hitters, Anthony Rizzo and Aaron Judge. But other than that, the back half of their lineup, sometimes it feels like automatic outs. So I think you trust the better offense here. I'll go with the Twins at home at a short price at minus 120. I'm actually going to go under seven here. And it's choose to the under minus 120. I don't think I'll play it because, man, that's such a low number. But I think we need to put to bed the idea that these Yankees bats are dangerous because they're dangerous at the top. And then after that, they do not hit well at all. You know, the best under team in baseball is right now. It is the Yankees. They hit the under 70% of the time. The Twins are right there. They hit the under 62% of the time. So I would lean under seven runs. Oh, you know what day it is, Chelsea? 
It's Fade Blake Snell Day. Are you going to do it? The Padres are at Wrigley tonight. The Cubs are minus 120 on the money line. The Padres are even money total off the board, I believe. So we have Blake Snell going up against Justin Steele. I am absolutely fading Blake Snell. What are you going to do? Yeah, Justin Steele sounds like a country singer, doesn't he? Justin oh, yeah. Steele. Uh, I'll be on the steel train. Uh, on a steel horse I ride. On a steel horse I will be playing this game. Um, trying to make some kind of pun there. But yes, I do think the Cubs are the side here. Fading Blake Snell. But I think the question mark is, how do you play the Cubs? Because we were debating this before the show. Do you play the Cubs in the first five? Or do you play the Cubs in the full game? Because if you're squarely fading the opposing pitcher and thinking that the pitching matchup goes in the favor of one team, wouldn't you just play the first five? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Cubs on the first five is minus 120. I love that bet. I will be playing it. Going to be my best bet for today. Blake Snell is 0-3 with an ERA of six. And for some reason, teams aren't just teeing off on Snell. They tee off on the Padres whenever he pitches. Opposing teams are averaging 7.25 runs per game this season when Snell is on the bump. And you can't really take into account how he performs at Wrigley because he has one start, and that was back in 2017. Meanwhile, Steele has faded the Padres Padres once in his career. He allowed one run over seven innings, and he's allowed four runs over 25 innings this season. Listen, if like you were saying, if Justin Steele is a country singer, then his, his, his latest song is called The Snell of Victory. Because he is fading Blake Snell like we are. So let's go Cubs first five. Money line minus 120. Let's do it. Ooh, I like that. And then small note, I think the first five mm-hmm. money line is usually a solid play. Because you also have the added factor of you could possibly get a push. Like if you play a yes. full game, you ain't getting a push, brother. Uh, it's either going to be a win or a loss. So I like the first five. If you can get a decent price first five money line, I think that's the way to go. Justin Steele's follow up. You're not my Padre. Oh, that's just a couple hits back to back for <laughs> Justin Steele. One after the other. All right, finally, before we go to break, Dodgers at the Pirates. Dodgers minus 135 on the money line. The Pirates are plus 110. The total is eight and a half. Noah Syndergaard going for LA. Jose Oviedo going for Pittsburgh. You're going to take the Pirates plus money here. You run with the Dodgers. Has to be the dog of the day, right? Because yeah. I saw this matchup on MLB.com, and I thought for a split second, are the Pirates going to be favored against the Dodgers since Noah Syndergaard is throwing? And to my surprise, they weren't. So home dogs and one of the better teams in baseball, one of the biggest surprises behind Johan Oviedo, who's been really good this year. I think you either take the Pirates in the first five on the money line or you take them first five plus a half, which means as long as they're tied in the first five, you win your bet. So I do like the Pirates. Yeah, I like that. I think you're paying a premium on the name Syndergaard and the fact that he has Dodgers written across his chest, but I'm on the Pirates as well. Get some plus money. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.